Spoilers only, gang. Welcome to this week's episode where we're discussing Spaceballs, the 1987 Mel Brooks film that I hate more than anything in the world. This is Spaceballs. Um, great theme song to this movie, by the way. Fantastic, fantastic theme, theme song. song. It's so good. It's, it's probably the best part. Yeah, uh, it's, but I do. I, I think a big focus in this episode should be why you hate this well, movie so much, Arvin. When did you first watch it, Arvin? Can you? Yeah, paint the picture. Um, I think it was either junior or senior year of high school. See, I think that's one of the things that I think I should preface. I think I saw this movie much later than a lot of people did. I'm sure maybe if I saw it as a child, I would have found it more funny and would have had fonder memories of it. But I saw it basically as an adult and I was like, all of these jokes are dumb and bad. Um, I think, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of in the Arvind boat on this one. Um, I mean, the, 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 my most vivid Mel Brooks memory that I have is, um, my grandpa showing me uh, Robin Hood men in tights. So good. And um, he explained to me what a circumcision was because of that movie. <laughs> so it was educational. It sounds yeah. like you have nothing, but thanks. I mean, I was, I was probably like somewhere between seven and 10. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect age. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't think circumcision is that weird of a topic. No. But it's definitely. Let's, can we talk about it? Can that be the title of this week's episode? Well, it's definitely what is it? like exactly. Could it's definitely explain? Mel Brooks level, um, level comedy. Uh, in a circumcision, Riley is um, a a surgery that allows a man's uh, carriage to be uh, a man <laughs> better better hygiened. I guess that's the that's like the like soap. Yeah, it's like soap. It's yeah, like, it's like so funny. Soap. It's like so funny. <laughs> there you go. But, I like soap. Um, really, so that you... was, but 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 like that's specifically Spaceballs. I probably watched it for the first time in like high school. Uh, it's fine. Like I, it's watchable at least. Like it's not a movie I would be. I would want to like turn off or anything. Like if I was watching it with other people like you guys. But I just like like maybe like three of the jokes I laughed at kind of like, I, I like seeing Rick Moranis. He's a, he's fun to watch on screen and anything he's in, you know, kind of like, like Robin Williams, like we were talking about a couple episodes ago, but like, I mean, jo- yeah, John Candy, same thing, but like, but it's still, also it's just... a waste of John Candy. All right. Yeah. 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 Waste of John Candy. That, that's the thing is it's just like some of the jokes in this movie, in my opinion, and probably Arvin's opinion too, are just like, so like it's like really an adult wrote this joke wrote this movie like mel brooks is a funny guy like he's done some funny things some but this like look i'm also not a huge fan of monty python it's not my not really my thing i i'm with uh, you dude my my father showed me uh holy grail for the first time and i just didn't really find it that funny but then i was in spam a lot so then i i got i gained a greater in high school um 
a greater expectation or, you know, because my, my high school had only done like Grease and Adam's Family, the musical. And then like Spamalot was just like my year's sense of humor, just like stupid. But like, I don't know. I, I just, I, it's like the same vein of comedy for me, Monty Python and Mel Brooks. And it's just kind of like bathroom humor, but not even like... <laughs> Will Ferrell bathroom humor. It's just literally like, oh, what if the lightsabers came out from from the groin area? Ha ha ha. Here's here's how no, I, it I comes interpret from their fingers jokes. and they hold it there. There's a difference. Here's here's how I view the jokes from this movie. I feel like they're all rejected Family Guy jokes. Like these are the jokes that before <laughs> would write down, <laughs> and throw away. So this is like a Family Guy not funny moments montage. Yeah, Riley. Yeah, absolutely. Riley's... So we know we know where Dean is in Arvid's camp. Where are you pitching your tent? I, I in feel Arvid's like I'm somewhere in the stupid. middle. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate a lot of the technical. Like this movie is technically, although seven year no, ten years later than the original Star Wars, still you know got some. You know, it, it captures the same um, look and feel of the Star original Star Wars movie, A New Hope, that I haven't really seen like fan films do. So I guess I, we can give it that. I, it's not not not, really... not story wise. Not like no, the, no, 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 the no, miniature, no. the use of miniatures, the use Definitely. of the overlaid special effects and stuff. I strongly disagree, and I feel and a need I... to speak now. All I have to say is to say that Spaceballs feels like a rejected version of Family Guy is to say the cheeseburger is a rejected version of the hamburger. You don't have Family Guy without Mel Brooks and people like Monty Python. And That's quite true. frankly, the Who assertion... Who was Monty Python, Riley? Is that one dude? John Cleese. Come on. The rest of them. <laughs> but, <laughs> Terry Gilliam. <laughs> the point still stands. Like, the point still stands. That Will Ferrell and all those movies don't exist without these better movies, and that's just a fact. Are they just better? But but are they better because they did it first, or are they better because yes. it's actually smarter comedy? Family Guy Star okay. Wars is much better. The Family Guy Star Wars uh, trilogy is. Arvin much said better. that he was in. Or Tate said that he was in Arvin's boat. I'm so far from Arvin's boat. I'm not even in the ocean. Okay, but here's this the question. Was like, I'm not. I, 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 I don't think I'm quite Ooh, in this. Boat. Let's hear. Let's hear Tyler Thomas' side. Yeah. So I am yeah. a. Many people know I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I grew Everyone up knows. watching this movie. Like this is probably in my top ten, maybe top five of films I've watched. Like just amount of times, this is up there. Because this is like this is like a comfort movie for me. Watching this now, like years later, especially with everything going on in the world, this is like a comfort movie for me. This movie, I, I can quote so much of this movie <laughs> to memory. I watched it so much, and it's so easy. It, I also like Monty Python. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I only really like started watching in high school, and it already became like I can quote this movie like almost half this movie. Um, One day had, we will say, when coronavirus hit, at least we had space balls. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> will. I have this movie. My so like you know I'm preparing you know getting ready soon to like move out one day soon and I have to start thinking of like what DVDs I want to take with me from home and I really want to take space balls with me. Like I need to have space balls with me. I adore right. this movie. I adore Mel Brooks. He's a 
comedy legend. And I also think, like, Arvin, you said that you haven't watched many Mel Brooks movies, correct? No, no. I do think that in the span of, like, in the, in the spectrum of, like, intelligence of comedy, I will say Spaceballs isn't as intelligent, especially compared to other Mel Brooks movies. That's what I've heard, yeah. But Spaceballs... I'm not discounting Mel Brooks Spaceballs. as a whole. Well, because I, I, one thing I want to say, I'm not quite all the way in Arvid's boat. I need to defend myself. Because I, I liked all, I liked all <laughs> the jokes. Ship, are we? All the jokes, <laughs> all the jokes referring to... Um, like the self the self-referential stuff, like where they're like the the sun dissolves over, and like John Candy last second of the last shot is just like, oh, it's a good dissolve, or like um the all the merch merch store stuff, and like just the merch of the movie placed throughout, and the the my favorite one is the one where they're watching themselves on it's the so in, in the bad guy station, um because they're watching the movie that they are in to find out where they are dude i feel like that's like space-time continuum breaking (laughs) stuff though so um i don't loathe this movie like i was saying like if it was on and like i I watch another podcast i listen to another podcast uh called we hate movies it's a really good one they're i think a bunch of guys from new york primarily and they um talk about like really shitty movies and they they always say like like they did the mummy recently and they were like the mummy is like it's not that good but it's an amazing like this is a god tier hangover movie and that's what i feel like this is like if you were like horribly hungover and you just could the only thing you could do was turn on the tv and space balls was on you wouldn't need to take the extra effort to switch the the channel to find something else and put the brain power in it. Like, I think that's their logic for, like, bad movies like Shrek. They're like, dude, I'm smashing that remote. But, like, they hate Shrek. It's so funny. But, that's so weird. So, yeah, Shrek's check that podcast movie. out, listeners, by the way. It's a good one. They're really, a bunch of really funny guys that will never know we're shouting them out. But, anyway, so I like, I like basically like some of the jokes, but a lot of the, a lot of the stuff is just like i just don't like the some of the look like the super dumb like i can't even think the jam some of the, the jokes no no no, no, no. that's funny jam. that's funny like the that's, jam is awesome that's stupid take- but like some of the stuff that's like oh like i see your force power is equally as large as mine and it's it's like they're taking away from some of the visual well, comedy you, you know it. Yeah, like there, it's like some of the visual jokes could be good. It could be really, really funny, but they kind of like ruin it by pointing it out with very like obvious dialogue. I think that that's kind say, of Mel Brooks style, though. And Riley, you might agree. Mel Brooks is a type of comedian that he really likes to, whether it's a visual joke or whether it's a dialogue joke, he really likes to not hide it. He's not. A, he's not like a subtle comedian and even if it's something that's supposed to be subtle the way he writes it and the way his actors always deliver it is always kind of in that tone that's like you know what we're, like you know you know what i mean um which i think is yeah, like, kind like of an older style the kind of thing where he would explain a knock knock joke yeah. yeah well like when he turns to the camera and he's just like <laughs> you got that yeah he's just like you got that yeah and but I'll that's, say that's this. funny because it's self-referential i like that yeah story. i think it's like 
I'd say I agree with the hangover movie like analysis, but I'd say it's one over where like maybe once every few years. Not I the could hangover like, franchise, by the way. No, no, no. Yeah. But once every few years, I could be like, I'm going to have a bunch of friends over and we're going to watch a movie and that movie is going to be Spaceballs. Like where it comes on, I feel like it's worth being like, guys, if we need a movie to watch, Spaceballs is on Netflix. And everyone goes, okay, yeah. Unless Arvin's there, in which case we yeah, won't I was be say, allowed to. Can we please not when I come visit you guys at some point? Hey, um, by the way, I'm Tate. We forgot to introduce ourselves. Oh, I'm Riley. Oh, uh, I'm Arvin. I hate I'm Spaceballs. I'm Tyler. And, and this is spoilers only, please. Yeah. That's the new intro. Our, I'm Arvin. I hate spaceballs. For for context, we've like we tossed around spaceballs as an idea once or twice, and Arvin was so adamant against doing it, so which only encouraged me more to want to do it. And he was like, "I you, like nothing you can do will get me to watch this movie." Like it it was like this movie like insulted him and his family and traumatized him, which only made what? me want to do it more as an episode. Here's an idea. What movie does everyone hate as much as Arvin hates Spaceballs? Lovebirds. Ooh. <laughs> Here. We do lovebirds too. Mine, unpopular, but The Goonies. I hate really? Goonies. That's a good movie. That's that's I hate it. Goonies. I haven't it seen it in a, a long time. And I just didn't like it, and it didn't do anything for me, and I get that it... But nope, I would never watch The Goonies. I haven't seen it in a long time. Hold on, I'm I'm... I need to remind myself of, of the worst things I've ever seen. Like a yeah. hot take bad movie is what you're asking hot for? Hot take bad movie. Yeah. And it can't okay. be something where we're just like, oh yeah, well that's bad. So Tyler, you have to go again. Cause it's not like any of us were like love birds. Is it? I'm really trying to think. Uh, I tried Joe, and... Joe Dirt. I've never even heard of it. I, I think like it's you, one of the worst movies ever. I think you know Joe what? Dirt is accepted as a bad movie though. I got okay. one. Okay. I, this, I may have mentioned this slightly before i really don't like most will ferrell comedy movies except anchorman like stepbrothers i really didn't care for stepbrothers at all okay that is a take um, that is yeah i think bad take i find a lot of like will ferrell's humor to just be and his characters to be the same and repetitive and it doesn't work as well brothers no it doesn't work as well um, for me it doesn't work as well in a full-length movie, especially because, like, I watched Semi Pro and Step Brothers within like a month of each other, and I was like, "This is almost the oh, same movie." In one of mine of, like, is structure, characters and moments. Anchorman, I do like though. I think Anchorman's great, and Anchorman too. One of mine is, is Anchorman two slaps. One of mine is uh, Super, the James Gunn. One of my friends hates me for not liking this movie. I just oh, I haven't seen it. It's but. it's with Rain Wilson where he tries to be a superhero. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to find like a popular opinion that's bad and honestly like I'm pretty tamely in line with everything but I, I, I'll keep I'll keep Step scrolling it. you guys continue Step Brothers is balls. definitely a take Spaceballs Step though. Brothers is a take I, yeah but, I'll but admit that movie it's a take that movie got bad reviews really bad reviews but and then it, so it's more of a cult movie than that I think peak. it is a good movie. Watch on FX. I that like peak watch on FX movie. Similar to like what Arvin said, because Arvin was like, I didn't watch baseball until high school. I didn't watch Step Brothers for the first time until now, like until a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, see, I think when you watch a movie has a lot to do with how much you're going to like it or not. Oh, it's, if, oh, if, uh, oh. I mean, assuming Riley, you definitely watched Spaceballs as a child, right? Yes, 100%. This just made me think of a very interesting yeah. fact. Joker, by the way. 
really didn't like it that much. I think that's a pretty. Po- I think that's a pretty. Yeah. I, I think that was like a fifty-fifty yeah, split. And then, I mean, Suicide Squad, dude. I. I that's just an I, acceptably bad. See, movie. I've just given you movies. Uh, something that some people like. You like Forrest Gump? Some people hate Forrest Gump. Yeah, I. I uh, sorry, I don't get that. Okay, that's a take right there. No, I love Forrest Gump. Okay, so I Forrest Gump slapped. Forrest Gump slapped. Our professor, I found out, our professor Doom said that Forrest Gump is a bad movie because it highlights America's idiocy. Hey, whatever. Huh? I wait. Are, are you saying? Is he saying it presents America pre- as it is? Is it kind no, of dumb, <laughs> or is it using a mentally challenged person to highlight the problems with America? Is that the take? No, he said that it. He doesn't like that people like the movie. I think it slaps. I think I personally, that's I, yeah, it's a great. Movie. Has always been in my top twenty movies of all time. Like, let's have Doom on. Let's let's hash it out with him. Let's do it. We could Dude, watch Forrest Gump. I mean, so oh, long. anything with Adam Sandler, I either have seen and hated or refused to watch. So I'm gonna say this. Besides Uncut this, Gems, this skips forward a little bit. But Punch Drunk Love, I just watched it like two Besides nights ago. That, I, okay. I understand that's good. I was going to say. I haven't have seen guys, it, but I understand it's good. Have you guys seen Meyerowitz stories? Yes, I love yeah. Noah Baumbach. Yeah, I love that's that a great one. While We're Young is another really good Noah Baumbach movie with Ben Stiller, <laughs> who I think I'm is... I'm trying to think. You guys know me. You guys you don't know like my, spirit my, of the my bad takes. But that's because well, you're scared of as a kid. By the way, I did some digging. Cole, my brother, feels similarly about that movie because we shared that experience of being scarred by it it was it was in a i get it it was in a blockbuster and for my family used to spend like 30 40 minutes in blockbuster and i was sitting there watching it because they had it on and that's what that's where i saw it and it terrified i could understand why you would be scared of spirited away but also like you're an adult you can watch it now well see that's the thing though tyler with repressed memory trauma is that i don't want to revisit it okay i don't i will like hold your hand if that makes you feel better about watching spirited away for like the Uh, three hours that movie is riley have you seen it riley have you seen it no riley i said my thing about anime anime movies movies. and i don't want to hear i just don't like this sounds like next week is a perfect setup to do spirited away i don't think so I don't think oh, I'm oh, taking wait, my vacation that. day. Riley's take about animated movies, I think, is the hottest take of any. Is it animated or anime? Animated. Well, he doesn't like animated movies. That's personal not, not the only person. Not the only person I know. That I just don't animated. like them that much. I think a lot of them. I are just for can't kids. get beyond that. I, and then I like, think, you know, I know, but saying it's for kids doesn't mean it's a bad movie. No, I absolutely agree. But you if I'm with a bunch of people, I yeah, but that's made for adults. My thing with animated movies is I don't personally want to give my two, if I have two hours and I have to give it to a movie, they're on the bottom of my list because I feel like they're less for me than say, like even like a, like a Spaceballs is for adult, but like, I don't want to watch, I'm trying to think what's a, what's a anime inside out. I don't need to see that. More inside out is so good. It's also very much a kid's movie. There's tons of animated movies for it. I don't find a lot of rewatch. I feel like I'd rather go back and watch Raiders of the the Lost Ark or maybe like Jurassic Park, which, you know, I guess kind of fits my age now. You know, like I still get some enjoyment out of that. It's exciting, whatever, thrilling, you know, I don't know. 
Um, ask Christopher Nolan right now. And I'll, I'll text him. You, yeah, text him. He texts Chris. Um, but, you know, same, like with animated movies, I'm like, I feel like Cars is burned into my mind. There's no day I wake up and I'm like, dang, I should watch Cars again, man. Unless I'm showing it to somebody who hasn't example. seen it before. Because who hasn't seen Cars? Have you done it? I don't think many someone? people wake up on any uh, given day or, and are like, damn, I should watch Cars again. Cars is a good movie. I'll say Cars is Cars is the best of no, the trilogy. I like, enjoyed Cars. I've heard Cars I, 3 was amazing. I've heard good things. No one in this thing has seen Cars 3. I know that. Including no, me. I think I did. I just don't remember if I Where did. They, they, they retconned Cars 2. They actually pretended that it didn't happen, but they still called this one Cars 3. And Cars 3 is like back to racing stuff. I don't know what so it's So it's about. more like a split timeline. Uh, no, it's just, hey, remember Cars 2? We don't either. Here's something I was saying about with Spaceballs, because <laughs> we were talking about um, watching it when we were young, and I certainly did a lot. So I, I think Spaceballs had definitely had an impact on my development in comedy, both as someone that enjoys comedy and someone that tries to write comedy. So what movies do you think had a profound impact on your like comedic development? Oh. UHF. Um, oh, I've got mine. I've UHF got mine. starring Weird Al Yankovic. Master of I, Disguise. You reference Master of Disguise like once a month. I, quite frankly, for I think a year, it was the only movie I would watch. And I would watch Dude, it obsessively that's a long and time. over Riley, and over again. And there was I a point of so time. Much. There was a point in time when that and the Austin Powers films were like the only things that were on TV. And this was around the time I started sneaking R-rated movies. Like I would watch them if they were on like the Terminator trilogy. I watched that. And um I loved that movie as a kid too. It's but, just so um, the turtle scene is the funniest it's thing I've the ever turtle seen. Scene you referenced. Turtle. Because because they took a moment of silence in costume during 9-11. Explain it the story. Dur- well, they were filming the scene, 9-11 happened, and then they went, Hey guys, 9-11 just happened. And they're like, moment of silence. And meanwhile, they're all sitting there in these ridiculous costumes. <laughs> and then they continue to... <laughs> I want the BTS The moment of silence, that. but they kept going. <laughs> it made the funniest scene ever. And you oh have to God. think that something in their head was just like, we have to do this to make people smile again. But it was <laughs> on that, like they kept going on 9-11. How incredible is that? That's... Uh... I don't say incredible. I'm not going to say anything regarding 9-11. It was incredible, Riley. Uh, so you could, yeah, that's all you, Doug. But I'm uh, anti-9-11. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> oh, my God. You say that it's... <laughs> um, anyway, my, uh, my, my comedy... Film? Well, I didn't get to explain what UHF my, uh, even you was. You, oh, yeah, that's fair. No one knows what UHF is, Tyler. Don't act like you even know what that is. Ultimate Hockey Friends. No. Arvin, what do you think UHF is? Uh, I think it's some sort of um, video format, like a .uhf file. It's a radio station. Oh. So they, it's about a radio station. It doesn't make any sense, actually. Uh, well, no, no, no. It's a, it is a television station. It's, it's, a t- a television, yeah. it's a TV station, and Weird Al is hired. Not as Weird Al. is hired to... Uh, he's playing a character. He 
comes in and is supposed to save the station and they got all these wacky things going on. I loved that movie as a kid. Um, I don't even think Weird Al likes it. I think he never made another movie again because of that. It's the same thing with um, Jack Black wrote Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny, which is a good movie in my opinion. It's, it's fun to watch. Um, that he vowed to never write a movie again because of how bad it bombed in the box office. Yeah, you guess kind of became like a cult classic yeah. and Weird Al. This was like 89, so this was like right when Weird Al really started getting more like public attention. Um, and he never, he never even like appeared in like other films. He does, uh, he did a little bit of that Netflix show, Comedy, Comedy Bang Bang. Comedy oh, Bang he became Bang, the so, music yeah. guy. Thank he you, became right. the music guy for like a season. Yeah, but other than that, he's never been a big film or television guy. Uh, you're forgetting about the Weird Al show, my friend. I have the whole first season on DVD, all 20-whatever <laughs> episodes, and I've seen them all. Arvin, what's your comedic development film? Um, it's not a film. It's not a show. It's a YouTube web series. Okay, my question was comedic v- development Wait, film, VGHS? But- no, um, Jake and Amir Red? on College Humor. Uh, rip College yeah, Humor. about a film. They're still chugging. Have, this, this no, is they the, fired their entire staff. Yeah, they, they're still they there. There's they're like 10 there. people who work there now. It used to be a company of like 100 something. And all humor people. Yeah. And they all play oh. D&D together now. That's, that's uh, one of their shows. They, one of the people that got fired was in a short of the week recently that is pretty not good. Hmm. On that note, I'll take it. Anyway, Spaceballs. Spaceballs. So well, we didn't explain. Uh, does We don't have to explain spaceballs. what the movie's about. I don't want to talk about what yeah. the movie's about. People really. know. People know. It's a Star it's Wars spaceballs. parody. It's Star Wars. Was this like, like the, the Star first, Wars was this like the first big parody? How is it Star not a Star Wars parody? Wars parody? I don't Parodies don't have to be successful. People it doesn't really be... follow the story at all. It's it just a few little. What movie did you watch, dog? What? what do you think that is a parody of? Indiana Jones, Ivan? <laughs> yeah. He's wearing an Indiana Jones jacket. That was a Han Solo jacket. No, it wasn't, you fool. He has the it hair of Han Indiana Solo, Jones though. Jacket. He's just Dude. a combination. He looks of like Harrison Ford. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's an Air Force One parody, actually. <laughs> if it's it's a parody of Adam Sandler's click. Job of it. Dude, it's... It, yeah, but regardless, it is a self-acclaimed, at least, self-proclaimed Star Wars. That's what it says on Netflix. It says it is a, of the trilogy, which I don't agree with. It's definitely just a new hope. But Yeah. It's also just it, a, like, it parodies most of, like, popular sci-fi. There's Star Trek references. There's an Aliens reference at the very end. So it's definitely, like, focused predominantly on Star Wars, but it's kind of Mel Brooks's take on just popular the sci-fi, sci-fi genre, from the yeah. 80s. Also, Arvin, the, th- the thing they battle with is literally called the Schwartz, and they even call it the Force the first time There's they There's a green it. dude named Yogurt. He's gold, actually. He's, He's, He's gold. He's gold. It's awkward. merchandising, because Jewish, because it's a thing. <laughs> Mel Brooks, many people don't realize this. Mel Brooks is actually Jewish. <laughs> dude, watch. That's one of the funniest he, jokes of there, but the Jewish He made a... Yeah. Dude, he made a... Uh, musical about people putting on a or whatever whatever the producers is about. time for hitler from the producers. what ha- uh, yeah 
I was gonna say he also did What Happened on the Way to the Forum, which is an amazing musical that no one listens to, but it's very funny. Okay, we'll listen to it. I yeah. haven't like watched too much Mel Brooks. I've watched Blazing Saddles, but I really, really want to watch the producers. I think Mel Brooks. Have is... you not seen the? Have you seen like the the newer producers, or you just haven't? I just haven't seen it. Do you want to watch it? Yeah. Okay. Mel Brooks is a really interesting guy to me because like he's this why not he's he's something that you kind of don't see as much because he's this combination of theater he's insanely successful in theater and he's also insanely successful in film and like both both of these entertainment forms just like adore mel brooks you know who i bet get along mel brooks and larry david i bet they're an idiot larry david was in the producers dog I know he also, was. I'm yeah, saying they get along. Yeah, if, if Mel Brooks agreed to be in Curb Your Enthusiasm for like four episodes, I, I assume everybody, like Ted Danson, everybody in Curb Your Enthusiasm is pretty good friends with, with Larry David. Yeah, but sometimes I, they I, have like, like Lin-Manuel Miranda is not probably best friends with Larry but that was, David. That was yeah, great. That. that was a great story. That was fantastic. They probably met once at a party and then it was like 2017, 2018. So it was like, yeah, let's put him in this. Well, probably. I think Larry David is probably like somewhat involved in Broadway if he was in in that. And then like a whole season of it is dedicated to him putting on a fake musical. He had a play put on on Broadway. On Broadway. I don't remember the name of the play, but he's published. Fatwa. And... Was it the Spider-Man one? No. It, no. Fatwa is not real. That was not <laughs> I know. That was the, <laughs> it's in the, the show. The Hamilton-esque musical version of Salman Rushdie's hit being put out on him by Israel. <laughs> so it's a, a real-life event that show. happened. He published, like, a like a book, and then the Ayatollah was like, nope, you, 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 you will die. Um, <laughs> just watch, you just watch the ninth season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's honestly, like, you don't know if you want to watch the show. Like, seasons one through eight are awesome, but they don't really, like, nine and ten are masterpieces. They're beautiful. They They're deserve beautiful. all the endings. Yeah. Just watch those two. They're they great. announced a new season of it too, right? Yeah, I know, and I hope gonna, they have COVID. It's going to be it, COVID. It'll be really, so funny. Yeah. I mean, they have to. Succession, like, a show that I keep talking about, is doing like is addressing COVID, but they're waiting to film until it's all over so that they can show characters not doing social distancing. You know? Yeah, man. I I don't know how that's going to go. That's something I really wonder how how much. What will Spaceballs like, two do? We should bring that the up. The search for more money. There was well, actually no coronavirus a Spaceballs. Space. There was a Spaceballs animated series, like late 2000s, early 2010s. It showed on G4, if anyone remembers that channel. Um, I watched that channel a lot. And I don't G4 remember it I'm... being that good. I don't think Mel Brooks had much involvement with that at all. It was just kind of like a weird... G4 was a channel that was very much for people that who would have watched Spaceballs as a kid, had watched Spaceballs as a kid. I'm convinced that Tyler's being paid by G4 by to G4. talk about exactly. G4 it's as their... Yeah, G4... He's been talking like, about it a lot. Because just today, G4's like, released a teaser that says like they might be coming back, which is... They were like Did the you? only TV channel that had gaming stuff. In have TV. you when seen they... this, uh, this weird like Family Guy-esque Star Trek animated series? Oh, yeah. The lower deck. Yeah, it's like. All right. I, they might be overestimating like how 
many people wanted new Star Trek content. New yeah, Star Trek yeah. and new Star Trek comedy content. And there's Star Trek Discovery, which I tried to I tried to attempt it because it was on CBS All Access, but the first episode you could watch for free. Yeah. Does that. anybody have CBS All Access? No. Does CBS have enough content to really? They have push Twilight the Zone and Star Trek, and that's about it. They have Picard. And they oh, gave yeah. away the Kumail Twilight Zone episode, which was why I wanted to watch it. And then I watched it and I went, cool. But I didn't, it didn't draw me into it. the rest of it. I liked I it. enjoyed I, it a I lot. Just, I wasn't going to pay to watch more. There's, um, well, the second season of that Twi- Twilight Zone reboot just came out uh, like a month or two ago. and they. You know what's fun to watch with friends? The original Twilight Zone. That's just a good time. I like the show. I want to watch the movie. You know what the movie I didn't know format there was is? It's what? yeah, it's like five Twilight Zones just in a theatrical experience. But one is directed by Spielberg. Uh, I gotta, I gotta look it up. There's Coppola might have done one. I wow, whoa, it's really interesting. They, they just had a bunch of. I think. Wait, hold on. I don't want to speak. Why couldn't story. it be Sophia, Arvin? <laughs> I guess it was made like thirty years ago when Sophia was like a child. <laughs> Could have been her Prod- regardless. Protégé. This could have been her directorial debut. The Coppola, like, family is Twilight Zone, the movie. Here we go. It's insane. Nick Cage, member of that family. So, it's... Really? Directors. Yeah, Nick Cage. Um, I forget the exact release, but he's in, like, the Coppola family tree. There's four... Okay, so it's four. There's a prologue and a segment by John Landis, who is famous for IMDb's loading um, Blues Brothers. And then mm. there's uh, Joe Dante, who's, uh, I like him. He's famous for uh, gr- Gremlins, basically. That's about it. Um, Gremlins. And then Spielberg did one, and George Miller, a la Mad Max, did one as well. Hmm. So Nick it's is- like a weird... 80s thing they did. Nick Cage is a nephew of Francis Ford Coppola. His yeah. name is actually Nicholas Kim Coppola. Huh. Hmm. He almost played Superman. Almost did. I keep like that's such a that used <laughs> to be such like a secret said. thing. Did you did you know Henry Cavill uh is a gamer? Uh, you know, he auditioned for Superman Returns. Really? Like like the Superman movie, like ten With years Brandon before Ralph. Seal. Yeah, and then, yeah, and he was like, you know, not as shredded, but shredded at the time. But yeah, he Tyler said he's a gamer. He also missed the call that he got Superman from Zack Schneider because he was playing World of Warcraft. Yeah, that's why. What a gamer. gamer! I have a signed copy of Superman Returns by Brandon Routh. Why? Brandon Routh is a good Superman. He's because a good Superman. I was in the script was bad. He did a movie about lacrosse that filmed in my town, and they had a bunch of extras, and I was one of them, and they were raffling off some, like this item, and I joined, and I got it, and it was a signed copy of Superman Returns from Brandon Routh. It's in my basement right now. That's really cool. Wow. I really liked, I like Brandon Routh. I think he was a good Superman. I just think the movie was bad, and I don't blame him for that. I think he's awesome. He's a good yeah. guy. I do blame him for that. Rest of the world. I think it was his fault. He Why don't we have him on the show? He can defend himself. Yeah. Who I'm an unrelenting Brendan Ralph Force, though. Anti- Who is Lex Luthor in that? 
Kevin Spacey. I'm trying to find uh, the. Uh, I had the fee. I had a weird feeling. I'm trying to find the lacrosse movie. Oh, it's called Crooked Arrows. Yes. God, it's also terrible. pretty weird because he plays a Native American and he's oh, yeah. not Native American. A story centered on a Native American lacrosse team making its way through a prep school league tournament. Yeah, it was filmed at a prep Actually, that's not a very cool idea because that, I mean, that's, you know, like lacrosse was, you know, considered like a war sport by Native American tribes. I, I At least from what I know, I'm probably wrong. But I, that's what I heard. It was like, that's where it came from, some mm. version of it. And so I guess whoever, you know, heard that other maybe true fact was like, I'll write a movie where they play modern lacrosse. The whole team of, of Native American kids. Was really. he supposed to be playing like a high school prep guy? Because he was in his 30s when that movie was released. I think he was like a coach, maybe. I don't remember. Again, it was like a crowd of people. So it's we like the way back. I was for the white, I was for the bad guys, which were the white prep school kids. Like they were nice. like, they sort of divided us up. Were you on the bench? No, I was in the crowd. I was just cheering. <laughs> I couldn't play lacrosse. <laughs> but you were, but you were a bad prep kid cheering. So you cheered and then drank your tea evilly while wearing went, your sweater vest. Yeah, I. You cheered and you jeered. And then you said, "Ha ha, pores." That was our main chant. You don't even call them poor people; just the pores. They don't deserve the people. That's right. <laughs> what you're saying. And then the director was like, "This kid's way too into it." They went, this is pretty weird. He went, Let's give him a signed copy of Superman Returns. Why, did, why, is, this get him why out is this of kid here? sitting on an office chair petting a white furry cat? They'd be like, you didn't have to wear a blazer and a little like scarf with it. And I was like, I wanted to. It's my character. And Riley's dad was like, we keep telling him this, that he just keeps doing it. I'd be like, ah! So, uh, yeah... Spaceballs. Spaceballs two was going to happen. Last no. I heard, they were going to like parody the new trilogy of Star but Wars. He's so. Isn't Mel Brooks like a hundred? He's, he's so close. old. He's, he's so close. old. We need he's... to protect him at all costs. Yeah. Let's see, dude. At that I, at that point, I don't want to waste my time protecting Mel Brooks. He's Who do you want to protect? No That's old. Who? I dude. When people are that old, they probably don't want to be around, dog. He's 94. Mel Brooks, he's, he's, he's four years old. Like, he still does interviews. He did he's still, interview. Yeah, he still does interviews. He's probably writing Spaceballs too. But, like, how would you like to make a movie where they're like, you know, stay alive till the end of this thing because, you know, that's <laughs> on the table. We lost Carl Reiner. You want us to lose Mel Brooks too? I don't want to lose Mel Brooks, but I don't want to, like, be like, oh, Gotta gotta protect him at all. Like I always hate that stuff. It's like he served his time, and he's still serving. He's his not time. a national. It's treasure. like put him on an ice, put him on an ice little thing, and push him out to sea, like they did in the good times. We need to protect him and Larry <laughs> David, like they they used to do to old people, the Eskimos. What? What are you talking? Put, is this real, Bradford? A hundred percent. They would push them the out S- on little. This is like my lacrosse story pallets of ice and they would just send them away for you them know, to know like inuit people like had so it's like a know, viking, there was different like, groups like so like a viking funeral but instead they're alive <laughs> this is a fact <laughs> where they, they look, because in a viking look. funeral they put the body in a little like one of those canoe things and they push it out 
and then someone hits it with a flaming, flaming arrow, arrow on the first yeah. try. By the way, in every movie ever, it's always on the first try. Okay, but if they're like, if they're Vikings and they know how to use a bow and arrow, and a couple in, in those movies, they like they wait for for them to get like way out there, and they're like. A common belief is that the Inuit would leave their elderly to die on the ice. Senicide among the Inuit people was rare, except during famines. The last known oh, case of an so Inuit it senicide was in 1939. It was, Riley, you're referring to when they didn't have enough food, so they got rid of the old people. I know times are tough, Riley, but I don't Good think job, you need Bradford. to start pushing the old people out. All I'm saying Let's. They did that up till 1939. It was That's still crazy. rare, except during famines. So unless you also believe famine was as common as the rainfall for the Inuits. What a weird analogy. I think he's furiously googly like Inuit yeah. old yeah. people. That's what I search. I searched Inuit old people on ice. <laughs> well, anyways. Yes. Yeah, so, Let's all uh, rate the movie. Yeah. Give it a score out of ten. I, I will use... start. I think you all know my score. Is ten, it really that ten. low? One. Ten. One. It is a one. I would never I'm never watching this movie again. I'm never going to watch it again. Until I start a new podcast and invite you on as a guest. Baseballs only, please. Yeah. <laughs> we analyze Spaceballs frame by frame. <laughs> You devote Each an episode, episode to is every... a single frame. Yeah, right. It's every frame is a painting, but space balls. <laughs> I, I really don't plan on ever watching this one again. Okay. I I guess going up on the probable num- lower number to higher number list. I I don't know. I let me. Uh, I, I I feel like this is like for me, like a f- maybe a five four. You can't lower my score. That's not how this works. <laughs> I thought it would be a four, okay? I, I had previously, I, previously in my life, I had given it a six. I've been logging movies for years. I so. was going to say, is this class, or is this movie, would this movie pass class? Let's see when I watched it. Let's see when I watched it, actually. Passing grade? Because a 50 still fails. If anyone turned in Spaceballs as a class project, they're getting an A from me. January 4th, Just on the premise of making a full-length film. I, I don't know. I thought I think it's fine. Like, it's like an '80s comedy to watch. Like, you know, at least people still watch it because there's a lot of lot of '80s movies. There's also some aged jokes in here, by the way, which I feel like we're even testy for the time. But I, I, for me, probably like a five. Like, I just don't think it's that good. It, but like, I I give like Central Intelligence, the new you know that rock movie with Kevin Hart. Like, I would give most of those team up movies with Kevin Hart and Dwayne Rock Johnson like a five but like yeah, like if it's on TV like I'm not going to be looking for Lawrence of Arabia I give you know, it a like, seven that's my stance I think it's pretty good I think there's better movies in its genre like Blazing Saddles or Airplane Airplane being the best of all of them you said that so. I'm not an airplane stern. guy. That might we be my thing. Disagree with you. I'm not an airplane guy. I, I figured one of you did, and I let's get Tyler's number. But I can't believe that you can't like airplane. It's I'm gonna just, say uh, it's seven and a half. Um, I love this movie. 
I don't think of it as a laugh out loud rolling on the floor movie. Um, Say that correctly. That... LOL Raffle. Yes. Thank you. 2009. Um, I think of this <laughs> as a movie, just like much of Mel Brooks's comedy that just delivers constant punchlines and jokes one after the other. Um, and it was a movie that I think the only reason why I didn't pick up on new jokes this time was because I've seen it so many times. Um, it was one of the first like major parodies of Star Wars and already was <clears throat> calling out like Lucasfilms and the likes for merchandising. Um, I adore Spaceballs and I adore Mel Brooks and I hope one day I get to meet Mel Brooks. You're gonna have to act on that one quick, bud. Yeah, yeah. you gotta move forward. Gotta work fast. I met Weird Al. Did you? When? When I got this poster that you all could see signed by Weird Al that says Hi Tate, signed by Weird Al. And I got a picture with him. When? My like, sister had one of uh, Guy Fieri. My second Weird Al concert. That still doesn't tell me when. I don't know, year. probably like 2015, 2016. It was it was for his mandatory fun tour, which was. Would you go now to a Weird Al tour? To a Weird Al concert, yeah. How much would you pay? I don't know how much we paid because we sat pretty close to the front and met him, so it was like definitely like some kind of exp- you know Weird Al experience. WIP Weird important. You think Weird Al got around on his tour? No, he's very happily married, and he has been for a very long time. I don't want to think about this. I just—he said the Weird Al experience, and for some reason, it made me think <laughs> that's where your mind. I think I think that's well, a lot more about you. I he, was, agree. he was a nice kind of guy, but like, he seemed kind of tired when I talked. To, like, he was like, "Hey, what's your name?" Signed it. What's your name to my brother? Signed it. What's your name? My dad apparently, since he technically paid for one of the tickets. He got one signed too, and he told me the other day that it's signed in his office. My father is a is a doctor, so patients come and see him <laughs> for wondering like life and death situations. And my father has to answer those questions. And in the background, there's a weird out poster signed if I by weird. Walked into out. a doctor's office and signed and saw a signed weird out poster. I would honestly feel very comfortable and like Take, much better. You, that's if you a ever tactic, have a movie where there's a doctor in it, you have to include that detail where like he's talking to them and they're like clearly distracted. And he's like, oh, that? Oh, yeah, Weird Al, 15. That's a, that's a Curb Your Enthusiasm scene. <laughs> that's definitely exactly one of those. But yeah. Um, yeah, we're watching. I started Community, took, after, took some inspiration after our event. I'm kind of decently halfway you through like season that? one. That's fine. It's easy to watch, which is, I think, Arvin's number one thing about it was that it was easy to watch, and it is. It's funny. Can we talk about Chevy Chase? I don't... People don't like him. He's a bad dude. I've heard... Yeah, he's not the best. But he's on that show with, like, the most diverse television cast of all time. He did not like the fact that it was diverse. He didn't like that Donald Glover was more Yeah, he called Donald Glover a lot of words. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. Chevy he made, did he leave least. the show at one point? He also, he, was he and the showrunner the show. hate each other. Who? He and the showrunner. To the point where at like, the, yeah, the season yeah. two rap party, the showrunner like got everyone chanting, F Chevy Chase. 
Sometimes why did he like get him on the show? The why did they cast him? I think it was I think it was a thing where they casted him and then began to hate him, and it was Chevy Chase, so they had to have pretty good reason to fire him, you know, because it's not like you can just be like, yeah, we don't like this guy. What? So, so they dropped I, him I, after yeah, he I, after he said the N word on set. That's when they're like, no, no, you can leave. But he was yeah. saying it. I, from what I understand, he was saying it in the context of. My character is so awful and racist. Why don't you just make him say this? And he just said it. And then I feel like they must have gone, we hate, like, they've been like, that's it. That's it. Go into HR. We found it. You like, found they were just waiting. The one thing that could get Chevy Chase fired. Dude, he makes I, yeah, I heard he was not that season. Like, they knew article. they could do it. They just needed the one hard case. He had an article, like an interview, where I think the New York Times, they were like, you know everyone hates you. And he's like, yeah, I hate him too. Who cares? He's just I'm not a very nice guy. Yeah. But also he's like, you know, he's already had his peak of success. So I'm sure that also like fuels it. Because he's like, I don't need these people. I've already made all my money. Dude killed Doug Kenny. I am. Huh? Old. Doug Kenny started the National Lampoon, like the magazine. Right, he, he wrote Animal House and Caddyshack. Oh, that Best movie! That Jay. movie! I really like that movie. We Great should do movie. that movie. We should. We do should. That movie. We should. That that is an We're awesome fun. movie. Next week, anyways, Chevy Chase encouraged Doug. Do we write it in the stone next week? And then Doug Kenny killed himself. Jesus, um, that's you. Okay, don't look anything up about it. We should just wa- we should watch that movie for next week. We should. I, I am one hundred percent. It's on Netflix. It was it went a to, stupid it went, and futile gesture. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It went to Sundance. Stars uh, Will Forte, Dom Hall Gleason. Yeah, a bunch. Yeah, of, should, there's a bunch of people. We should watch that movie. It's it's, it's about how National Lampoon started and and yeah, somewhat. There's like, there's like they're on the set oh, of Animal House. Is that the one where Joel McHale plays uh, Chevy Chase? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's that is awkward. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's really. I think it was intentional. I think it's like really cool. I think they he's were like, on the, he, for those who don't know, Chevy or whatever. Joel McHale. Joel McHale's the, lead, I guess, lead, that main main character of Community. And he's an awesome actor. I love he Joel is. McHale. He, but then he did that Tiger King reaction thing. Yeah, that felt a little. I hated that. That was really bad. He had a show on Netflix, and then it got canned. And then they're like, "You can host this thing," and he said, "Okay." <laughs> and he did he's a good host what's, what's everyone else watching oh well said it at the same time that was so weird i'll say i'll go i started re-watching the west wing i thought you were gonna say succession oh. again <laughs> no i though i would no the west wing i used to watch it a lot in high school because i wanted to get into like be a speechwriter for politicians for like a while and i like really loved like their depiction of the white house and stuff like that and then I got, I, the other day I was sitting around at home and I was just like, it popped up on my Netflix and I was just like, I don't think I ever finished this. And then I started watching it again. I was just like, it's everything's so calm and all the, it's, it's a nice little idealized. And also Aaron Sorkin wrote it. And then, Aaron yeah, Sorkin. like I said earlier, I watched Punch Truck Love for the first time. Really good movie. Like top 20 mm-hmm. movies. Are I, uh, I watched Tyler. a couple of, I watched a couple episodes of Close Enough, which is the new show from the creator of of, a regular show, J.G. Quintel. It was like announced three years ago for TBS, and then it just never came out. But it's finally on HBO Max. If you like regular show, you'd really like it. It's the same type of humor, except now it's about 
like a young married couple with a child. So I really liked it. I'd highly recommend it. And also HBO Max has like a lot of good stuff. What if I really hated regular show? I would probably just fight you. Like regular show <laughs> and Spaceballs. I liked regular show. Re- I didn't I I'm not so saying I'm not saying show. I dislike it. I'm not saying I, I dislike it. it. I was just I saying, didn't like Adventure Time. I hated it. I, I did not like Adventure Time. I like Adventure Time. And it was such a thing that people liked and were it was good. Adventure Time. My little brother Riley watched saw, it, so I think I saw Riley it. I saw the other fourteen year olds wearing Adventure Time shirts and he was like, mmm, joy. I went, Why aren't you watching the West Wing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just yeah, I my little brother watched Adventure Time, so I don't think I ever saw it as a thing for my age. A regular show came on after Adventure Time, so I thought it was like more adult show. Regular it, show it, said like hell once and then tate was like this is me <laughs> no it was just because it said like like there was always a disclaimer on cartoon network that like it wasn't quite like there was the weird gray area where it wasn't adult swim yet but it almost was and it they would say good. like the this sh- like the, the following shows it was mad tv and uh, not mad tv mad live action mad TV. like mad magazine the show mm-hmm. like all the animated weird stuff and regular show. And those two would happen before Adult Swim. And then I wasn't allowed to watch TV. The Mad TV show was basically like Robot Chicken, but just dialed down a little for yeah. kids. Yeah. Hmm. So? Uh, but I haven't given mine. Yeah, oh, okay. cool, 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 cool. I, uh, I just finished Community. And um, the ending is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still, I'm hopeful that they're going to make a movie because there are now rumors that um, Sony wants to make a movie. Sony has reached out to Alison Brie. Um, I think she's the only one. She-Hulk. Oh, that would be cool. That would be so cool. No, 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 no. She's not rumored. She's not rumored. A casting went out for She-Hulk looking for an Alison Brie type. I wasn't going to say, like, she's so why not just get Alison Brie? I don't know. I think she said in an interview she would want to do a Marvel movie, and she just did Glows. She's in really good shape. I was No, I was going to say, Alison Brie, of all the people who are on Community, besides maybe Donald Glover, would be the highest paid person. I was 100%. confusing. I was literally about to say, she can't be She-Hulk. She's already Captain Marvel, because I always confuse Alison Brie and Brie With Larson. Brie Larson? Because it's just the name, Brie. Name. I was going to say, they look zero alike. It's solely because of the Brie part. Brie Larson, another great actress. Very good. Yeah. Short Term 12 is an awesome movie. I'm hoping they do more of Captain Marvel in the future. Brie they Larson are. just started a YouTube channel. Really? Yeah, Doug. That was... He plays uh, Animal Crossing. What happened to Jack Black's YouTube channel? I don't know. Maybe one of his we should children the changed the password. remake. What? On Quibi. On Quibi, a bunch of celebrities got together and acted out scenes from the of the Princess Bride. Oh, I thought you I actually meant I thought you actually meant it was a remake. I was like, lost, I like, wouldn't accept it's that. lost ninety five percent of its base like users. Well, that's because Quibi offered a ninety day free membership and they didn't have ninety days worth of content. Oh, no, they did so not. You never had to not. pay for it. What about Die Hart? Starring Kevin Hart. Hart. As Kevin Hart, who wants to, instead of doing comedy, do action, and he works with not actually John Travolta, but it's John Travolta playing a character. I always hate those movies, like 
Curb Your Enthusiasm does it too, where they're like, it's like Larry David is Larry David, Ted Danson is Ted Danson, John Hamm is John Hamm. But then like Brian Cranston is in the show as Larry's therapist. Yeah. It's it's yeah. odd, but it's weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, any last thoughts on Spaceballs? Watch out. Comb the desert. Oh, the comb the desert joke's so funny. Arvin's shaking his head no. How do you not find not. that funny? It's not that funny. All right. Man. Well, uh, shall talk to you uh, all next week when we, I guess, are doing that. I, I a love that stupid movie. and futile gesture. It's a great Netflix. movie. Um, yeah, so listeners, watch that before we talk about it. We never asked them to do that. And if you uh, want to interact with us or keep up with uh, our weekly episodes, um, Tyler kindly posts things to our Instagram, which is at spoilers only, please. Or you can email suggestions, questions, compliments, fan art. Um, love email letters. us gift cards. I don't know. Love, love, love uh, letters. Love, love letters, letters. Anything you love want. Letters, please. Um, spoilers only, please, at gmail.com. So um, hit us up and uh, we'll hopefully get back to you at some point. Um, other than that, I think. We've talked about space, space balls vaguely this week. Um, and along with Riley's, uh, Riley's uh, lacrosse movie experience. Crooked Arrows. Crooked Arrows. Check it out. I've never seen it. If you find Riley in that one scene of Crooked Arrows, let us know. Send us a screenshot of it. We'll, give you, we'll come up with some kind of incentive. We'll give you ice cream. All right. Well, uh, this has been me, Tate. This has been, been me, Tyler. Oh. I'm Riley. Oh, I hated that. I also hate We space are, space. and we are spoilers of the police. And uh, see you next week.